Welcome to the Weekly Wrap-Up, a production of Maranatha High School in Pasadena, California. Join us each week as our host, Ms. Teresa Peterson and Dr. Joe Chai, recap some really cool stories that showcase the incredible student body here at the school. Let's listen in now. All right. As we <clears throat> typically do, let's just fumble our way through this. <laughs> It's always like a it's like somebody just learning to drive a stick shift <laughs> it's like first gear is so awkward then once you get past that it's really a lot smoother yeah do not put that in the recording <laughs> <laughs> it's funny too because every time we talk and plan these episodes we're just like little chatty cathy's and then as soon as we hit record we're like uh, cricket, what cricket, do we cricket. say yeah. weekly wrap-up Episode five. I can't believe we did five of these already. <laughs> That's almost as many people who have listened to it. <laughs> like and subscribe. People. I know. I mean, we say that in jest, but not really. Please do tell your friends to listen to us. Tell your friends. Tell yeah. All right. Um, I guess we got to talk about the elephant in the room, Teresa. Yeah. Hey, w- we, we made talked, a whoopsie last week. <laughs> yeah. We talked an awful lot about homecoming events. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And then we literally, <laughs> you, everybody listening, we literally finished recording and stepped outside and it was like, okay, we're pretty sure homecoming game is going to be canceled. Yeah, and we were yeah. like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, that, was, that was a bummer. I felt really mostly bad for the football players in the homecoming court, especially. Mm-hmm. And then anybody who was making special plans to come. To yeah, the yeah. And all the families, but also our special teams, like our cheer team. And yes, our, put all our, this work our, in. Yeah, all the really amazing kids on the dance team. But yeah. they're going to get another shot at it. That's right. The game is not canceled. It's just postponed. Correct. And so the new date of our homecoming is Friday, October 20th. We're now observing a red rush theme that night. Mm-hmm. So wear all your red. Come decked out in red. Um, and yeah, let's cheer for our Minutemen. Absolutely. It's going to be a great night. Hey, Dr. Chai, I feel like there were a lot. Actually, I know there were a lot of visitors on campus on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was a super cool event. I mean, shout out to Coach Shoup and Rachel Ponton over mm-hmm. in the admissions department. But we had our first of many uh, eighth grade visitation days. Some of some schools call them shadow days. But we hosted some really incredible young men and women from Bethany Christian and San Gabriel Christian schools. And we just spent the entire morning with them. Um, We played some games. We talked a little bit about what the school's like. They went to some classes. They got some breakfast burritos from the Pinnaman Cafe. Uh, It was a really cool event. And, I mean, good for them. I mean, this place is, like, jam-packed. We're having, like, waiting lists, so people are just waiting to get in the door. And these young people are showing a lot of initiative, you know, just trying to shadow, meet people. I mean... Good, good for them. I was out on the patio with them at break, actually helping pass out burritos. Which oh, you did! Oh, anybody, that's so nice. anybody who hasn't enjoyed 
one of Lorelei's homemade breakfast burritos yet. You got to try That's one. But really good. Um, yeah, it was great. They were playing like they have the the basketball game yeah. like where you shoot the <laughs> basketball, right? Um, uh, like you find at Chuck E. Cheese and places like That's that. Right, yeah. And then they had a ping pong table and kids were playing that. Yeah, they were they were having fun out there. It was That's good. so cool. Yeah, I think next Thursday we're having our second of these events and we're hosting uh, Pasadena Christian students that day. So, yeah, looking forward to that. Um, we should also shout out, it just occurred to me, we should also shout out again Mrs. Camonte because she was running around true. crazy, like making sure all of it looked beautiful yeah. when Coach Schuper and Mrs. Ponton came through with their groups Everything looked so good. Even the kids who normally get to hang out there were like, oh, it doesn't normally look this cool <laughs> out here. But yeah, lots of, lots yeah. of behind the scenes yeah. hard work there. Yeah. Miss Camonte, she's really the unsung hero at a lot of these events. I mean, chances are if it looks gorgeous. <laughs> she did it. She did it. She did it. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So I have something for you. Okay. So, um, okay. You know, the College Board is the company that provides the SAT and PSAT tests our kids take to use in their college applications. They also uh, are the overseer of advanced placement classes. That's right. You have to get them to approve your curriculum for your advanced placement classes. Mm -hmm. Judy, these are the classes that I never took in high school. (laughs) These are like, you have to have high grades to get into and they work all year in this class for the purpose of in the month of May, taking a three hour exam that is the equivalent basically of a college final. That's right. These AP classes are college level classes taught in a high school context. Mm-hmm. Now, you take the test, you can score between a one and a five. Mm-hmm. If you get at least a three, most colleges will offer credit for the class. So I've had students who started their freshman year as a sophomore because yeah. they had so many AP credits from taking. U.S. government and economics and English and AP calculus and AP biology and all these AP classes, they take the exam in May, they pass, and then they go to a college that will more than likely at least offer some credit for those, and in some cases offer a lot of credit for those. So it's great, and it's really challenging, and it's a way to demonstrate. Especially in this climate when college is so expensive now, that is very enticing. Totally. So just like a week ago, Mrs. Nahigian, or I I call her like the academic czar. (laughs) I call her a lot of things, but publicly I call her the academic czar. Um, But she sent us this email that we got from the College Board announcing that we were on this year's honor roll for AP classes. Oh. So after I was like, woohoo, honor roll, yes, I was like, wait, how do you get that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I learned that there's bronze, silver, gold, and platinum level honor roll. Okay. And each level is based on two things the percentage of students that it's only focuses on your senior class, but it's the percentage of your senior class that takes AP classes is the first criteria. 
there, I think there's actually three criteria, but the two really big ones are, okay, so in order to be, we got platinum status, the highest, oh, which hey. I love. I love platinum. <laughs> <laughs> just say, I'm just saying, I love uh, platinum no. jewelry, You're platinum not alone. medals, whatever. Um, okay, so to be at platinum status, at least 80% of your seniors have to be taking at least one AP class. 80%. 80%. Oh, wow. That's so we were at actually at 81%. So we had a little wow. over the minimum for that. The second part, though, is at least 50% of the students taking an AP class have to get at least a three. So they pass it. So they pass. Yeah. And we were at 66%. Wow. So 16% over the bare minimum to be platinum. Well, so amazing. I call it platinum plus. It's like a credit card. Yeah. We're, we're platinum plus. So basically we have a lot of students looking to challenge themselves. And then of those students, a lot of them are doing really well on that exam at the end of the year, which also is kind of a shout out to all the teachers who work hard and parents who support their kids taking these challenging classes and, you know, helping them when they like stay up really late, trying to be prepared for what's going on the next day in class and all that stuff. So, wow, it's an academic hug. Like the kids are doing an awesome job and the teachers are doing an awesome job. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible news. Yeah. I was excited. Yeah. Do you, do you realize that I want to say for at least three out of the five episodes that we've done, we've always had a college board story. College board reaching out to us and saying, hey, you guys did this or you guys accomplished this. Mm-hmm. Man, we're killing it with those they guys. Lo- they like our kids. Clearly. As they should. Yeah, I like our kids. Our kids too. are awesome. They are. Funny story about platinum. Um, has nothing to do with our students. <laughs> but as soon as you said the word platinum, um, a chill went down my spine because uh, when I was dating my now wife and I and I realized, you know what? I really love this gal. I want to propose to her. Saved up my money, bought a ring, showed it to my parents. My parents said, "What is that band made of?" I said, "It's made of white gold." They said, "You're such a cheapskate." (laughs) 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 And it made me feel so bad that I went back and got it redone with like a platinum band. And every time I look at my wife's ring, I'm just like, "Oh man." Well, I got another story for you. Um, Bring it. Every month, I think I've alluded to this in a past episode, every month we make it a habit to celebrate um, two students from our community who've best exemplified the postures of one of our expected um, student outcomes Mm -hmm. or ESOs. This month we celebrated two intentional learners and the visual arts and the performing arts departments nominated these two wonderful students for this distinction. Um, so I want to give a public shout out. We already did this in, in our community with an assembly, but for our podcast listeners, our intentional learners for this month are Jocelyn Leong, and she was selected by the performing arts department. Amazing dancer, very funny, real charming personality. And the visual arts department for their intentional learner of the month, they selected Pie Pio May. A, Who is awesome. A brilliant too. photographer, um, real, real creative person, and just the, the nicest sweetheart you can ask for. Truly. Yeah. 
So well done to those two. Uh, congrats on being our intentional learners for this month. We're looking forward to who our next set of intentional learners are going to be for the month of October. I heard something about Lucy Liu that I feel like you know a little bit more about. But I heard that she did something really cool. First of all, just traveling to another country. But I heard that her travel involved something really cool. What do you yeah, think about that? yeah. I mean, when we got this story, uh, we just kind of had the same reaction as when we heard that Kieran was like a nationally ranked fence we were like yes. what in the world yes. uh, and it, it had that same sort of impact on me but yeah we have one of our international students her name is Lucy Liu and the story is that she was invited to serve as the chief translator in an event that was jointly organized by the Chinese consulate general in Dubai and the Silk Road Cities Alliance I mean I'm just <laughs> that is bonkers to me that we have one of our own going to Dubai of all places. Like last week, she yeah. went to Dubai. Yeah. And was... I mean, this is the plot of a James Bond movie. <laughs> and we have one of our young people doing that. Anyways, so she goes to be the chief translator at this event. And apparently the goal of this event uh, was to promote traditional Chinese culture in Dubai. And it sounds like it was a lot of fun, Teresa. They featured acrobatics, lion dance, pecking opera, and Chinese musical instruments. And another thing, too, besides being the chief translator, Lucy also served as the leader of the Mongolian delegation at this event. I mean, doesn't this blow your mind? It's really hard for me to wrap my brain around the fact that there's, I think she's 17. There's a 17-year-old from our school that's yeah. flying halfway around the world. Yeah. Like, the things that our kids get to do, and this is just one of many examples of things that our kids get to do. Yeah. But I was like, Lucy, Lucy is doing some really crazy cool stuff. I mean, just going to Dubai would be cool, but to go and be <laughs> leading a delegation of right. translators and like help, like the fact that she can speak multiple languages right. so well right. that they determined that she was an appropriate choice to be able to be a medium between mm -hmm. people who don't speak the same language is incredible. Yeah, not just a medium, the medium. Yes. The chief translator. That is so crazy. Really cool. I was really excited when I, when I heard it. When I first, yeah, when I first heard it, I was like, "Wait, Lucy Liu in Dubai? Are we talking about the actress?" <laughs> no, we're talking about one of our students. I know. Like, <laughs> I hope our audience is, I don't know, feeling as bewildered as we were when we saw this. We're like, wait, what? She's I mean, a senior in high school. She flew halfway around the world. One of our students yeah. is doing this. It's wild. It blew my mind. It's like it shouldn't surprise me anymore. Yeah, maybe not. It's more like the magnitude of it. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Rather, it's not surprising me that our kids are getting to do stuff. It's just like I didn't even know that was a thing until last week. Yeah, I mean, what what were you doing? When you were 17 years old, Teresa, oh I, I, I know what I was doing, and it was not a pretty sight. I was not going to Dubai or fencing, internationally ranked no. fencers. I was playing tennis and going to youth group a lot, yeah. actually. Those were the two things I, I was doing a yeah. lot of. I mean, it sounds like we had a very similar upbringing, <laughs> but that was life. I, I didn't yeah. even think there were possibilities like this, no. and our students are leveraging everything they can. 
un- unreal. Okay, so this week we asked our teachers to weigh in and give us like some samples of neat, cool things that are going on in their classroom so that we could get more truly academic shout outs. Um, and we got some really cool responses. We did. And there's so many of these that we, you know, I think we, <laughs> we might need to just all. rapid fire some of these. Yeah, we can't, I don't even think we can do them all. And we have to do some just like rapid fire. So yeah. give it to me. What do you got? All right. So the first rapid fire story that I got, our theater program, they kicked off with a bang. Most people, when they think of theater, they just think of the young, talented people on stage. Mm-hmm. There is a, a crew of people that help make sure that this production goes off without a hitch. We have 30 students in our tech theater program. Mm-hmm. 30 students who have committed to um, doing all the behind the scenes work to make sure that our productions look beautiful. They build the sets. They do. And then they run the show. They do. I mean... It's like crazy to think the the experience that they're getting. I see them. They like block off a row in the garage so they can like do they can cut wood paint and they're not in anybody's way. But it's such a great experience. You know, they're like 15, 16 years old and they're out there. They design the set and then they put it all together. Amazing. I have another one for you. Uh, the ASL class. OK, so first of all, we have three levels of. UC approved American Sign Language, which means that at the university level, they will recognize this as a modern language Mm -hmm. for uh, entrance purposes for Mm -hmm. college admissions, right? Which is awesome. We have Spanish, we have French, we have ASL. So uh, Mrs. Douglas, who teaches the ASL classes, awesome. awesome. She said, so this is the first class since COVID that she's had that's in ASL3 that has Mm. been in class, not Zoom, ever, Mm. right? All three years of it have been in the same room, no Zoom, and it's paid off. She said they all just did their first unit test, and it's the best overall scores that she's had, she said, in a really long time. Everybody did really well, and she feels like the it person is a big part of that. But she, I loved the the assignment for the unit test. They had to do a story that involved, among other things, they could choose from falling, tripping, spilling of liquid, or an embarrassing moment. So she said not only <laughs> did they do a really great job, but it was really entertaining to watch yeah, them in the process. I can sort of visualize that now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think it's so awesome that we have three years of university approved um, ASL as a part of our language program. Absolutely. I love that story. I'm going to hit you with another rapid fire story. Our ceramic students, they're having a a wonderful time in their class. They're building some really, really cool projects. Um, That's a cool story to me because as of last year, we didn't even have a ceramics class. Right. This is the inaugural year of our ceramics program. And Already, that class is bursting at the seams with people who really, really want to do this. I love that story. And truly bursting at the seams, like I do class assignments, and there was a wait list. To yeah. Get into it. Super popular. That's right. You get to see firsthand which classes are the most popular because you're you're the one scheduling people everywhere. Yeah, that was a really that was a tough get. We had a list of kids that wanted to get in it next year. I have another one for you, Doctor Chai. The AP Language and Composition class, which is 11th grade advanced placement English, Mm -hmm. uh, read the book 
Educated by Tara Westover. It's a great read if anybody's looking for something to read. It involves my mom, Judy's five favorite words based on a true story. <laughs> it's her memoir. Um, but what I thought was really cool, they the book they chose was great, but what they did is they they read the book and then participated in Socratic seminars and analyzed what she described as major tensions of familial expectations growing up and pursuing one's own education. And first of all, the Socratic method is high level because if you don't, if you're not familiar with it, it basically means you have to come prepared to answer any type of question. Yeah. Um, and you don't ever know when you're going to get called on. It's not really a volunteer type of thing. It's like the teacher just says, Mr. Chai, what are your thoughts on? And you really need to be prepared. You have to have a different level of understanding to be able to analyze at that level. And the teacher was just like floored by how well they did in that context. And I thought, you know, the book that they read, it's impressive. And then the way that they mm -hmm. then dialogued about it was mm -hmm. really impressive for 11th grade English that even AP English, that's really impressive. So I just thought that was a really cool story. Super cool. Another rapid fire story for us today comes from our AP research class. Uh, this is one of the two classes in what the advanced placement calls capstone it is the final step of your capstone experience where for an entire year you identify a research question and you conduct your own original research for the entire year and you produce an academic paper a research paper by the end of it um, it is a fascinating experience it mirrored so much of what my own doctoral program experience was like and i was stunned that 18 year old mm -hmm. 17 year old kids are doing what i did and paid uh, an insane amount of money for <laughs> um some of the research areas that our students are um devoting uh, this year to exploring and investigating are things like generational trauma among uh, hispanic communities artificial intelligence in art artificial intelligence in healthcare, and rhetorical and leadership theory Teenagers that's came some, up with these research topics. That's some deep water. That is amazing. Yeah, amazing. Impressive. I'm so, so looking forward to reading some of these at the end of the year. So kudos to them. Okay. So here's another cool story that we got. We have a class called Financial Algebra. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to focus on practical math that you'll use in your daily life. Um, a lot of our students take it. I would love for it to be a class everybody has to take. Do you know how many stupid mistakes I could have avoided in my 20s <laughs> yeah. if I took a class like that? Well, this oh. here, that's exactly my point. But so Annika Heinstedt, who's uh, one, of, love her. one of my students on my case. Great kid. She took the class and, and then fast forward, she applied for a job and got it kudos nice. but as part of the process as most people listening to this podcast know one of the things that you have to do is you have to fill out a form called a w4, w4. yep okay so Annika not only knew what it was and how to fill it out which is just great yeah. but none of the other people that were there at that point filling out their paperwork knew what to do oh. and she actually went one step further from learning it 
to explaining it. Oh. And she taught everybody in the room how to fill out their W-4. And I was like, this, this is why everybody needs to take financial algebra. So they just, Seriously. like you said, they go out into the world and they understand how to make a budget. Yeah. And I mean, all the things, all the yeah. things that are involved, how to fill out forms. Yeah. I just thought, I was like, that. that's what we are teaching them then becoming a reality out in their world. Yeah. Way to go, Annika. Yes. Uh, I got another story for you. Yeah. Might be just as good, but I'm a little biased because he's one of my advisees. I'm sure it's as good. <laughs> it's a young man named Willem Klopp. Last year, you know, I got to know Will really well. Uh, this was our first time being in an advisory group together. Uh, really, really sincere, earnest young man. But, you know, like a lot of young people, you know, he really struggled with things like uh, being organized and staying on top of his assignments. That's a normal, typical mm -hmm. human mm -hmm. teenage experience, right? Well, we just got word from his AP environmental science class that he's been exceptional this year. He's been on top of all of his work. He's been doing excellent in all of his assignments. He's been doing great on all of his assessments. And he seems to enjoy the class and he just appears happy. I read that and I started tearing up. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, I, I'm so, so floored for it that guy. It touched you. It yeah, really did. It meant a lot to you. Yeah. It really did. Especially seeing the trajectory of his growth. Mm -hmm. And for me to get an anecdote like this, it just gives me all the warm and fuzzies. I love it. Yeah. Way to go, Will. Way to go, bud. That's a lot of cool stories, Dr. Chai. Yeah, that's, was, a, that's a lot of cool it stories. It was a lot in a short period of time. I wish we could have marinated in these more, but man, we'd be here for three hours probably. Mm -hmm. um, thank you, especially to the Maranatha faculty for submitting these stories to Definitely. us. Definitely. A bit of an unusual episode. Um, I, mean, I know in previous episodes we shared a lot about athletics, mm -hmm. um, but we, you know, I, I, I think it was good and 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 kind of neat that we spent a lot of time focusing on our academic accomplishments of our students this week it's fun i think it's fun to talk about they spend the bulk of their day here in class mm -hmm. so it's cool to hear about all the neat things that are happening in yeah. that context yeah. i like that i couldn't agree more well i think that's all we got so Teresa, if you're ready close us out my friend that's a wrap Thanks for joining us for the weekly wrap-up, a production of Maranatha High School. Maranatha is a Christ-centered, evangelical college preparatory school that celebrates the whole student by equipping hearts and minds to reflect God's glory through academics, as well as the arts, athletics, and service. For more information about Maranatha High School, contact us at info at mhs-hs.org or visit our website at maranathahighschool.com.